Welcome to Phoenix Rising. I am your host, Kaylee Montoya Houston. I am a certified personal trainer and online nutrition coach. I will be joined by my co-host, Julie Montoya Houston. This show will cover all aspects of fitness, including nutrition, exercise, and mindset to help you reach your goals at any stage of your journey. We will bring you science-based information to help you take charge of your fitness goals and give you the power to rise like a phoenix. Welcome back to Phoenix Rising. Um, We are doing this in combination with a Facebook Live. So this is our Say Anything Saturday topics where we could go over overrated, overrated, underrated, and properly rated topics, as well as taking live questions from anyone who joins us on Facebook. So as always, we'll try to make sure, read those questions out loud so you have a good idea on what exactly we're answering. I'll be joined today, like always, with my co-host, Julie Montoya Houston, and we're going to go ahead and go live and get started. Thanks for joining us. What's up, everyone? It's Saturday. This is our Say Anything Saturday. Like always, hopefully we'll have some people jump on and ask some questions as we go. But this is going to be an overrated, underrated, and properly properly rated topic, if I can talk today. Maybe some English lessons. Maybe. I definitely could use that. English and math. Never my strong suit. Um, But yeah, so we're just going to go ahead and get started. And like I said, if if and when you join us, feel free to ask any questions on anything that you may be struggling with personally. We want to help you out. All right. You ready to dive in? I'm ready to dive in. Let's go. All I'm right. about halfway through my coffee, so I'm ready. I don't know if I have anything like super controversial or even funny, like super funny today, but I'm sure we could find a way to make it funny. I mean, I see Chevelle just jumped on and Sarah. I'm sure they could have some interesting topics yeah well i mean anytime i see chevelle i laugh so and i don't mean that the way it sounds i was like that sounded really bad that's not what i meant i did not mean that the way it sounded yeah that's all right yeah she knows she'll forgive me or she won't it's fine we'll see okay so um i got a little bit all all over the place a little bit of diet a little bit of exercise a little bit of lifestyle (laughs) um so let's just go ahead and dive in let's split them up a little bit i've got two lifestyle and then one diet one exercise so let's go ahead and do a lifestyle and get it out of the way let's go okay overrated underrated or properly rated date nights completely underrated that one's an easy one next that's it no i'm just kidding <laughs> no i think uh date nights are i think people we get busy in our life and we're working to improve our financial freedom we're working to build our businesses and we get caught up in that day-to-day and i don't think we take enough date nights to keep relationships building just like we would build any other aspects and I'm only saying this because this is an area where I feel like I have struggled myself in. And now it's recorded, so you past. can go back and listen to it. Yes, I'm going to fully admit that this is has been a challenge for me in the past because I, especially starting my own business, it's very stressful. I mean, you are relying on, well, I do have a partner that is very supportive, but basically this is all on my shoulders that if I fail, then that's on me. So I feel like I needed to really put that time in to build my business, grow, help my clients. So that was my focus. 
in the beginning and I kind of let the relationship slide a little bit because she is so supportive and in the back of my mind I knew she would always be here for me and I really slacked so having a scheduled date night once a week is I believe so important to keeping your relationship healthy and not losing sight of what's important even though we're married now I think it's always important to have those date nights yeah my philosophy has always been to always date your spouse yes to never stop so I'm I was um very consistent and persistent in the beginning and I will continue to be so but you are right I will always support you in what you do but it is important to always find that work-life balance and the reason I put that on the list was not intentionally it just occurred to me as I was saying it that now I have this recorded on a podcast (laughs) and on a Facebook live so that when my wife does disappear into the abyss of KM Fitness and Rising Phoenix get get those blinders on I can say hey will you go back and listen I can I can say hey (laughs) can you go back and listen to episode 12 of your own podcast yep but it's it's more for everybody though that it's the work-life balance piece of it we talk all the time about how if you want to hit your weight loss goals your strength goals whatever your goals are when it comes to fitness health well-being mindset it's very important to find a work-life balance and you have to make sure you're taking time for self-care and part of that self-care is engaging in those relationships whether they be friendships or romantic relationships or family relationships you need to make sure you're fostering those relationships because at the end of the day your job is going to come and go I mean you may be in your job for life but realistically if you were to quit or die tomorrow they're going to find another person to replace you and I know that sounds dark but that's the truth of it whereas the biggest hole you're going to leave is in the lives of your partner and your friends and your family you're they won't replace you your employer will so it's very important that you're not letting those slip it's very important to have a good work life balance it keeps that stress down and again that stress is that integral part of helping you reach your goals it's very important so so true i talk about self-care a lot with my clients so she talks about self-care a lot but she is yet to practice what she preaches i frequently have to tell her hey why don't you take a break and go do something for yourself hey why don't you take a break and go outside and soak up some sun and read a book hey why don't you take a break and call your friends and see if they want to hang out i'm getting better it's I feel easier like for this, me to preach it than uh, I feel like do this has I turned preach. into a Kaylee lecture. I know. Let's let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> okay. So number two, overrated, underrated, properly rated, sugar. Oh, well, overrated for sure. I mean, I guess in what context are we talking about sugar? Whatever context you want. All the contexts. Well, I guess it's hard to say overrated underrated or properly rated i mean sugar is i think definitely something that needs to be reduced and 95 percent of the population's intake it's so easy uh to be eating sugar when you don't even know it i mean even beef jerky and we found this out ourselves because we switched to a different jerky that has no sugar in it but even if you go to the store you think you're gonna choose something healthy and focus on protein but beef jerky itself you're all right I was sitting over here very slyly drinking my drink and that I made myself laugh and about spit it all over you. Yeah, that would have been horrible. But um, it's it's hidden in a lot of things that we wouldn't think sugar would be in. And sugar is just, it's the main cause of inflammation in our body and gut distress. And of course, it's high in calorie. And um, 
I mean, people claim that it's as addictive as, like, cocaine and stuff like that. I don't believe that is true. If you have to choose a vice, though, choose sugar over ca- cocaine. <laughs> yes. Yes, I would definitely go go that route. But um, I definitely... So I'm going to say overrated. Like, I don't think it needs to be in the majority of people's diets, um, at least in a heavy amount. Of course, we always preach moderation. I don't want you to give up cupcakes or, or anything like that. It's just... You can have anything you want, just limit how often you have it basically that way you're not restricting because we all know restriction is going to lead to binging and that Mm -hmm. is the farthest thing that we want to get anywhere near we want to avoid those thoughts and feelings about anything food group sugar alcohol anything like that so (laughs) susan yeah sugar is the best i mean it does taste nice and tasty i mean yeah everything there are no bad foods everything's good in moderation i actually had a coworker yesterday that was sitting at her desk snacking on peanut butter and then she turned to me and said get this away from me i've eaten way too much of it and i said well yeah there's nothing like a big dose of fat in the afternoon but i was just being a smart ass and joking around with her and she said well it's good for you and i said yeah everything is good for you in moderation avocado is good for you but if you eat six of them think how many that's going to add up to like your calorie intake for the day so even though it's quote unquote good for you or healthy that doesn't mean the calories aren't going to count yeah so i mean like everything's there's no good foods there's no bad foods it's just food it's just fuel and everything's fine in moderation i mean you can eat a little bit of sugar and be fine you can eat a whole lot of the healthy stuff and be sick as a dog so it's everything in moderation so i mean if you eat too many vegetables you're going to cause yourself some gi distress there's always a happy medium with everything with the quote-unquote bad foods and with the quote-unquote good foods yep so it's always about moderation exactly you want to be nowhere near me if i eat uh more than one serving of broccoli at a time it's pretty pretty lethal and sometimes she doesn't even have to eat broccoli (laughs) yep so i need to listen to my body and pay attention to what's distressing my gut again next question (laughs) practicing what we preach yes exactly it's a a kaylee lecture i'm glad you could all be here for the kaylee lecture this is a train the trainer yeah okay one more thing about sugar i guess before i move on if you think that you are one that's over consuming sugar i want you to pay attention to a few things like joint pain um bloating like i said gut distress whether it be constipation or diarrhea and even sleep because you yeah so just try to, to pay attention to your body because it might be due to too much sugar intake and just reducing that for two or three days and really pay attention to, if you notice any improvement. Since you went there, so yep. I have one thing to say about sugar and this is where I get on my soapbox and I get a little huffy. Um, you know, the little emoji where like the smoke's coming out the nostrils, that's going to be me right now. So if you decide you want to try to cut back on your sugar intake, okay, So if you're gonna cut back on your sugar intake, do so by doing the processed sugars, the candy bars, the stuff like that. Um, Don't eliminate fruit because some people will tell you, and I've actually been told this by a person that has a degree in uh, health and human performance, that's what the degree is in. I have actually had a person with that degree tell me when I said, no, I don't want a piece of chocolate, I'm trying to cut back on my sugar, they said, as I'm eating an apple, well, that apple has sugar in it too. Yes, fruit has sugar in it. Fruit is a natural fructose sugar. Nobody took that apple and injected sugar into it like they did a candy bar. 
So if you're gonna cut back on your sugar, fine, but if you still need that sweet tooth, don't avoid fruits. Fruit are good for you. They have good fibers in them. They have good micronutrients in it. It's gonna help your gut microbiome with those micronutrients. Right, and one more thing about the fruit that I tend to notice. If you are one that consumes a lot of processed sugar, an apple, grapes, blueberries, they're not gonna taste that sweet to you in the beginning. But if you notice that you cut out those processed sugar, mm -hmm. give it a month. When you bite into that next apple after reducing your processed sugar, that apple is going to taste amazing. Yeah. And you're really gonna not be so, you're gonna be more sensitive to the sugar in the apple and it's not gonna taste dull compared to like a candy bar that's packed and loaded with that processed sugar. So yeah, give our, it some time. Yeah, our taste buds right now are so inundated with all the different flavors that manufacturers are injecting in our foods to make them taste good and make them taste palatable that now when it comes to the all natural things like the yeah, natural fruits care. and vegetables, they don't taste as good. And you're like, meh, it's bland. I need to add a bunch of butter or a bunch of ranch or a bunch of whatever to it. Yep. But if you kind of ease away from the processed foods, like Kaylee said, your taste buds will acclimate and eventually those things, the natural foods will feel so much more tasteful. Yep, agreed. So, okay, ready? Well, we're ready for another one. Again, guys, we have quite a people joining us. If you have any questions whatsoever that you're struggling with or you're just curious about or you want to know our opinion on, feel free, drop the question in the comments below. We'll get to them today or we'll answer them at another time if it needs a more in-depth explanation. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening, and if you're enjoying this show, please do me a huge favor and take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your story on IG or Facebook, and tag me on IG at Kaylee Montoya Fitness or on Facebook at Kaylee Montoya Houston so I can reach out and thank you personally. Also, if you haven't already, don't forget to rate and review us on wherever you get your podcast from. This greatly helps the show grow so we can help more people reach their own health and fitness goals. Okay. Ready? Ready. All right. We're going to go back to the lifestyle and break them up a little bit. Okay. Okay. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Finding your passion. Oh, definitely underrated. That's a hard one. Not hard. I'm just trying to articulate it. Well, it's not hard in the whether it's overrated, no, underrated, no, it's or properly rated. Underrated. But now you're you're rational, Ra you're rational, <laughs> your rationale for that. Right. That's trying to get it into words, which sometimes is not my strong suit. Um. We're, yeah, we're not good with English today. <laughs> no, I never. We're speaking uh, Portuguese. Yeah. Cheers, though. <laughs> That's what my coach tells me every time he gets off a call with me. Yeah. Um. But. I just think it's super important that we have, we find our why in this life, basically, mm -hmm. your, your passion, because you'll just notice life seems a little dull and you're just kind of going through your day to day, waking up, going to work, coming home, and you're just missing that drive and finding that passion, which I am very thankful that in my later years, so I haven't been doing this for a super long amount of time, about, I've been training for about five years now. Uh, in-person clients and just now moving online to help a, a more wide variety of people so I can expand my reach but I thankfully have found my true passion of helping others and it's just it, it's what gets me up in the morning like I know that today I'm gonna help at least one person no matter what it is whether it helps change their mindset whether they lose a few pounds whether 
so many things and I just know like today is going to be a good day when I wake up that I've found this passion and I can share what I found helpful for me. I can help share it with others. And it's just, like I said, it, it's what motivates me in the morning. So I think it's, it's fulfilling. It is very, very fulfilling. But so I think if you don't have that and it doesn't have to be a career or anything like that, your passion, it could be something else, but volunteer work. Yep. Anything. Yep. And usually it revolves around community and helping others just because I think that's human nature. That's how we evolved to where we are today and survived. Not because we're the strongest species out there or we're the smartest, but we knew way back when we were first colonized that we were stronger together. So helping others and fulfilling that passion, we knew that's what was going to help us survive. Yeah, I believe that as a whole, the human race, for the most part, I mean, as a, by and large, the human race has each other's best interests in mind and we would all be there for another one if if a human being was in need i feel like there is a there are a few bad apples as there always is always are man english is not working for us today um i mean there's always some bad apples and Honestly, that's what you read about, what you hear about on the news. The news is very sensationalized, and they want to tell you all the negative stuff. It's not very often you hear all the positive stuff. Um, But I feel like you do hear all the negative, so you start to believe that that's all there is in the world. But I believe there's good in the world, and I believe there's more good than bad in the world. And I believe in the human race, and I believe most of us are kind-hearted and good and would help a fellow human in need. So No, and I agree. And if you want to prove that theory, get off social media for a little bit, stop watching the news, and just walk outside and speak to your neighbors. Go to the grocery store, say speak hi. to people, because you're going to notice the in-person interaction is going to be 100% different from the interactions that you receive on social media and people hiding behind their computers and, like we said, the negative that the news puts out. But if you just step outside in your own community, you're going to notice the world is a much, much better place. I mean, but I agree with you. I kind of got a little off topic with my rant about, you know, community service and, you know, the human race. But I think there is something to say about your passion. I mean, I am a graphic designer right now. That's my that's my career right now. But I'm passionate about fitness and I've started taking on my own clients and I'm getting my nutrition certification as well. And I've been passionate about fitness for a long time. And now that I'm actually working with clients, I get more excited on every other week when it's time to measure because I'm so excited to see what we've accomplished in um, breaking the mindset of the scale is the the answer, watching the mindset of my client change from, oh, the number on the scale hasn't moved to, oh my God, I'm dropping inches. Who cares if the scale hasn't moved and I'm sleeping well and I'm feeling better. My gut isn't bothering me. I don't have my pain. I don't feel like I need to sleep as soon as I get home from work. I have energy. Like I am making a difference in their life and they feel better. The inches are just a bonus, but they feel better. Their quality of life has improved. Right. So that that speaks more to me than any cover of a book I could ever design. Right. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing, an amazing feeling. So we appreciate you guys jumping on, asking questions. I appreciate every single client of mine allowing us to touch their lives in a, a positive way. 
Yeah, and boosting our ego as Karen has done. Yes, Karen, thank you so much. <laughs> we appreciate that. <clears throat> Love it, getting teared up here in a second. <coughs> Choked up. Choked up, yep. Yeah. Very passionate. Okay, ready? Right, guys. I've got one more. Oh, you got another one. Oh, I thought we were done. Well, okay. usually we do at least four when we're just doing okay. overrated, underrated. All right. All let's right. Let's do another one then. Overrated, underrated, properly rated deadlifts. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to say properly rated for the deadlifts. Just because it's so hard to say overrated and underrated because it's such an individualized exercise that I do think... I guess more people should be doing variations of the deadlift, maybe not the standard straight bar deadlift. Fly? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like what was that? I feel like it flew up my nose oh, and into God. my brain. Oh, gosh. Um, so um, it's a very technical move, a deadlift is. So it's definitely not one where I just think any Mrs. Jones off the street should just run into the gym and now start deadlifting because I say most people should because right. you have to be very careful with this move because this is a move that can hurt a lot of people if done incorrectly so this is definitely something where i like people to have instruction and someone there to watch their form through the whole move but the deadlifts are a very stimulating move it works a lot of different muscles it's really going to activate your cns your central nervous system so this is very important especially as uh -huh, we, you said stimulating mm, very important <laughs> as we age this the central nervous system like people don't realize what all that controls so as we age we tend to lose some of that connection with our cns and you notice that you feel off balance more you don't have that balance to stabilize you may fall a lot so just improving that cns system you're going to reduce those falls which is again is going to reduce any kind of pain or injuries because it's true, as we age, if you break a hip, I mean, it's very unlikely that you're going to improve back to 100% from this. And Don't I'm tell the story. I'm not going to because I'm going to cry if I tell it because a lot of people have heard it before about my grandmother. So it, not going to go there. Not that I don't want to hear it again. I don't right. want you to All right, start crying. I want you to keep it together. But that's why I talk about this so passionately because it has affected affected me greatly in my personal level with this. And I wish I would have known back then what I know now and now that I do I want to share it with the world so everyone else knows but back to the deadlifts themselves there are variations of the deadlift um what's called a trap bar deadlift I do believe that is one of the safest ways to go for most people it puts you in a little bit better position um even the, the Romanian deadlifts you can just go through a different variation so it's hard to explain but of course it's really easy to google to type in RDLs or Romanian deadlift and, and a straight bar or trap bar deadlift so you can actually see that move but it's basically picking weight up the off the floor and standing up with it which is a very functional move because you do that a lot throughout the day you reach mm -hmm. over you bend over and you pick something up and I know people are always saying lift with your legs, which that is technically the, the safest way. But if you learn how to brace properly, you can hinge and pick up and be able to support your spine with your back, with your core and everything that's so, so important. So I'm gonna say properly rated just because I don't want people to, like I said, yeah, you go don't, out there and hurt themselves. Yeah, you don't want anybody to run right into a no. gym and pick up de a deadlift, you know, no. pick up the deadlift 
on their own, but you also right. don't want people to avoid it if they're no, strong No, I don't enough. think they should avoid it. But Definitely. there's something to be said about the Romanian deadlift because even if you have a trap bar, if you have, you know, like I have a, a stress fracture in my lower back, so if I didn't know the form, even a trap bar deadlift could could potentially hurt me if I right. don't do it right. But there's something to be said about a Romanian deadlift because it's easier to step down the weight and do lightweight and build up to that strength because you can do just five pound dumbbells with a Romanian deadlift and, right, and to practice on the form. Right. Yeah. So because if you don't have a move perfected, you need to go, you need to check your ego and you need to lower that weight and really focus on the form. Even if you feel like you're going to throw the weight through the ceiling because right. it's so light, if that form's not good, going heavy is not going to do anything but get you hurt and then you're going to be out of the gym. Right. So check your ego at the door and always step back. Right. Again, I want, to, want us to think about this move as practicing each time you go into the gym. You're going to train and practice. You're not going to work out because that is a totally different mindset. I had a client that just this week, she went from lifting a 25-pound kettlebell, doing a deadlift, to now she has increased that weight to 100 and 25 pounds in a very short amount of time. We've been working together uh, just a few months, but in this last month and a half, she went from that 25 pounds to 125, just really focusing on bracing properly and going through that form. In the beginning, you can, you can grow really quickly. So it's pretty awesome. I had to share that. It's great. Alright. So, before we get off here, I think I'm going to go ahead and announce, because if we don't announce it, then it's not going to happen. But Kaylee and I have been kicking around this idea of um, doing some side kind of parody videos, just to keep you all entertained. So, keep on the lookout, watch her Facebook, and you may see, they will be fitness related, and they will have value to them, but they're going to have kind of a satire approach to them. So, they'll be funny, but they will have information. Um starring probably not her for sure starring not yours starring yours truly so i'm going to be i'm going to be a superstar so <laughs> so oh it should be interesting guys so keep your eyes out for those because um i will be coming to you live well i will not be but we will have somebody coming to you live with some funny but yet valuable um, information periodically. Keep it entertaining. That way we can keep your attention and you're going to learn some stuff. Don't be disappointed though. I'm going to have clothes on. So I don't <laughs> want you to get your hopes up. I'm going to be clothed. Oh, guys. Well, thank you everyone. We had a bunch of people hop on today. Like I said, if you think of any questions, send me a DM, comment below. We'll always check this and we'll answer it next Saturday. Cheers, though. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Phoenix Rising. For more information on how to take charge of your fitness goals, follow me on IG or Facebook, or you can head over to KayleeMontoyaFitness.com to apply for a free coaching call today. If you have any questions you would like answered on the show, shoot me an email to KayleeMontoyaFitness at gmail.com. Don't forget to catch us on the next episode.